This is Teacher Answers, a podcast that takes high school students' questions and answers them in the most no-nonsense way possible. My name is Sam Griffin, 27-year veteran teacher and examiner of the teenage brain. Come with me and explore why high school students do what they do. What is up, everybody? My name is Sam Griffin. Welcome to Teacher Answers. What episode are we on here today? This is 12. 12. And uh, I've been trying to get really proactive, you know, trying to get ahead of myself and pre-record some stuff. I'm like, actually, when you're uh, listening to this, I'm actually recording about a week and a half in the future, right? So I have been making a list of future show titles and then I wind up changing it 50 million times and and uh, I sat down to do two that I uh, had two ideas that I wanted to do that I had pretty um, pretty much ironed out and I just randomly picked a paper out of the greatest hits of student questions pile envelope and it was you know when I normally have students do this they they have to do uh two or three questions I always do that if I get a couple I feel right and I just throw them on my desk and on Tuesdays answer them so um this one had one question on it and so I read it and it was really scribbly handwriting and but I I decoded it and I was like man this is a really good question um because it applies to any student um whether you're in high school or not uh, it, you can apply it if you're a parent, you know, you can help teach these things to your kids. Um, if you're a teacher, you could kind of like, I think hearing, hearing me go over this stuff may get you to think about things maybe differently. Um, some people have told me recently that I was listening to this. They're like, uh, yeah, it's, it's weird. Cause you know, you have a different perspective on the stuff that I've always thought of in a certain way so I mean that's that's the whole point right so I'm gonna go into this question and oh and before I forget because <laughs> I'm going to uh, I try to improve right I think this is really important so I was listening to my old podcasts I know right this isn't some kind of like I like to hear myself talk or anything like that. I probably do secretly. We all do. Don't lie. Most people though, they hate to hear the sound of their own voice, but I I'm telling you, I used to be that person and you can improve that. You can definitely improve that. Um, but I was listening to an old show and I, I, I never did get back to uh, an idea and that was the one it was episode five I was talking about uh, time management and planners and I said the you know the planner I used to use is the one with the rings on it and I couldn't think of the name of it the company is called Levenger L-E-V-E-N-G-E-R Levenger and uh, they make the best notepads if you're looking to get and this isn't some kind of sponsor Although I would entertain a sponsorship from Levenger, that's for darn sure. But anyway, if you're looking to get a notepad of uh, really good quality 
heavyweight paper that's just amazing to write on. Um, if you're an artist or something like that, you know that the quality of the paper actually matters. And I'm telling you, if you're a writer, I think the quality of the paper actually matters. And I think the quality of the paper makes everything you do better. So that sounds stupid, but give it a try. It's, it's the company's called Levenger. Okay. So now the question that I randomly pulled out of this envelope, just to take a peek at, you know, just for the heck of it, I was thinking I need one of these little, uh, filler questions toward the end, but this is a, a doozy, right? So it says if you, it's very sloppy. If you had to choose a list of the most important qualities in a person, I'm going to say person or student, because you know, when high school students write this, they're coming from that perspective. So if you had to choose a list of the most important qualities in a person, what would they be? Uh, so I looked at that and I'm like, you know, my brain starts going a million miles an hour and I take out a piece of paper and I start writing down the answers. But then I thought, you know, this is probably already done, right? I'm, I'm just going to guess some, you know, something that's a, a national club that's ran by really, really smart, you know, teachers and, and people um, have probably already created this list that they're looking for qualities in a student. And so I, I thought, well, you know, I fill out national honor society recommendations, uh, numerous times out, you know, throughout the year and, uh, recommendations and stuff like that for jobs. And, and, uh, they always have those little checklists, right? So I was thinking, well, I'll just get one of those checklists and go over it. But then I'm like, eh, I'll just Google the National Honor Society, the main uh, teacher recommendation form. So this would be the teacher recommendation form um, for anyone applying to be in NHS. And I'm telling you right now, if a student can check yes to all this, uh, you, you are getting it done for sure. And I think you should. I think students um, should be trying to check all these things. And so I was thinking about that. And then I was thinking, well, what if you're a student that, that, you know, is getting C's and D's and failing a class here and there, or, uh, on nine weeks, you get an F. What does that kid do to turn it around? That's a great question, right? So I wrote that down for like episode 15. Like I said, I'm pre-recording all this to get the stress out, you know? That way it's, it doesn't feel like work. I can do it when I want, but I'm ahead of myself. I am in your future. So the National Honor Society teacher recommendation form is broken up into two columns. Okay. Just imagine this one, one column is leadership stuff qualities. And the other one is, is character qualities. And they're looking for both. And then the score in each one uh, you can, a teacher can put a three in it, a two in it, or a one in it. And, uh, and then you total them up. So, um, a one is below expectations below. So in other words, they're not doing this, uh, two, a two, if you put in there, it's meets expectations and a three is exceeds expectations. Um, so let's, 
let's do this. And I, like I said, I don't know how long this is going to take, but I'm going to <clears throat> first go down the leadership uh, qualities. And by the way, before I even start this leadership stuff, uh, if you ever hear someone say, you're a natural born leader, that's total bull crap. It is. You're not born a leader. You're not. Leaders are made. It's a skill. It's like playing soccer. No one is born a soccer player. You learn to play soccer, right? Leadership is something you learn how to do. All right. So um, keep that in mind. So this is all, all of this stuff is improvable, you know, and, and maybe maybe you do score yourself as I go through this. Just play it, you know, make a game out of it. Go with me on this journey. Hopefully you're walking right now. If so, you're about half a mile. All right. <laughs> I think if you uh, go walk in a mile and you listen to one of these shows, you'll, you'll feel a great because you exercised and B um, you feel like you maybe have learned something or at least got something different perspective out of it. So uh, first one on leadership uh, is meets deadlines meets deadlines. So this is a tough one. Like, how do you put a three on that? So a three for someone meeting a deadline would be, uh, you're just, you never, you don't even know how to not turn something in. Everything's always turned in. Um, sometimes it's done early, right? Like if a paper is due two weeks from Friday, <clears throat> it's probably in your best interest to knock that out a week early, right? Cause then you're not stressing. Yeah. So a one on that would be someone that's got a bunch of missing assignments. There's, there's no way that anyone can recommend you for a job or something like that. If you're just constantly not turning stuff in, I mean, think about that. Is that not, kind of how you're going to do stuff like you can't even discipline yourself to turn in my lame math homework even though it's not lame it's super cool but you can't even bother to turn that in you know that's a one that's not good uh the next one takes initiative takes initiative so do you take initiative or somebody that scores a one on this is always always has to to uh, be told what to do, and there are people that like that. They like to just be told what to do. Um, NHS, I would assume, goes for more leadership roles. You know, being told what to do is the opposite of leadership. <laughs> Think about it. It is. So taking initiative is um, someone that will organize and kind of like anticipate a problem and try to go after it first. You know, um, if, if they're doing say a science project, someone with a initiative, a high initiative would be organizing a group of people to talk about it outside of class. Right. And that's, that's a great thing. Um, so you should be taking initiative. The next one, dependable slash reliable. Um, I think this, uh, probably looking at this list, this is probably the one 
that uh, if I was scoring someone on this, it would be attendance would be a part of that. You know, um, what's an employer want first? Uh, you to be there. Number one. And be coachable, right? So dependable and reliable. Are you there? Are you late? If you're late and you miss a lot, I'd give you one on that. If you're just there every day and you're like present and in the moment, and I feel like if I ask you to do something, you won't be like, why do I got to do that? You just go, all right, let's do it. That's dependable and reliable. That's a great quality. Do that. Do that in your job. Like, why do I always have to forget that? Articulates ideas clearly. This is the fourth thing on the leadership column. Articulates ideas clearly. So, um, if you have an idea or, you know, you're given direction to someone or you're helping someone, you're going to have to articulate your ideas clearly. Meaning the other person's going to have to understand what you're saying, right? You can't be wishy-washy and you got to say exactly what it is that you want and how you're going to get it. You know, articulate means, um, using words and expressions to get the idea across clearly. So, um, that would be somebody that didn't articulate their ideas clearly, uh, would be like if you had a group project and you assign a kid, a leadership role, just to kind of see not what would happen, but, um, you know, it's good to rotate that kind of stuff to just give people experience at it. And they, you know, they just, the other group, the group members are like, I don't even know what we're doing. Right. Then that person is not articulating their ideas clearly. And if that happens, it's pretty neat because if you get someone that can do this, like the three, someone that can articulate clearly, uh, they would be pretty much taken over that group because they couldn't stand it. They'd be like, okay, listen, here's what we're going to do. We're going to do A, B, C, and D. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And I'm going to be responsible for this. And then we'll get this done. And by tomorrow we'll be here. That's articulating your ideas clearly. Um, the fifth thing on the leadership column takes positive and active lead by inspiring positive attitude and behavior in peers. Okay. Now this is what I refer to as the purple cloud of funk. Okay. The purple cloud of funk is someone who is, uh, who brings everybody down. Okay. We all know, we all know the people who do that and the purple cloud of funk person. It's just like they have this purple cloud that just swallows you up and you just can't get out of this. And before too long, even the most positive person is like, yeah, that's not right. This isn't fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you have someone that takes positive and active lead by inspiring positive attitude and behavior in peers, this is like the charismatic person who gets more out of a person. So they elevate a group. You need to be doing that. You need to figure out how to do it. Now, the w one way you do it is just smile and be pleasant, right? That's like step one to take pos positive, right? Positive is usually smiling, 
not like frowning and and grumping about everything right um but a great leader can elevate a group okay they just make the group better they give everybody a plus one like if you're playing D D or something like that you know they just they they have like this instead of a purple cloud it's like a glowing ring around them and if you're inside it you just become better that would be a three and we all know people like that you need to be one of those people right not a purple cloud like if you're eating lunch or something like that with the purple cloud of funk go somewhere else you know so hey there you go and uh next one on the leadership is it says is well respected by peers and teacher or if, if you're not in the high school and you're listening to this like your boss are you well respected by your boss hmm that's a good question isn't it can you actually put your ego on the back burner long enough to answer that are you well respected by your boss and your peers hmm that's a good one that's a hard one right ego the ego gets in the way of that so are the people that you're around if you're a student other students if you're a worker your co-workers do they respect you do they come to you for advice do they um do they say well um we'll just use my name sam but it could be anyone male or female whatever and they say okay who's in charge of this well sam's in charge of that eh, okay then it'll probably be pretty good he'll get the right people in there and uh and do a bang up job at it i've seen him do it a million times so you know that kind of thing and maybe you're well respected by your boss if that's the case they'll probably get off your back and let you do what you do you know because a great boss can kind of lay off somebody a little bit and not micromanage you know that's important because you got to give that that truly uh well-respected leader type person uh room to go it's like bring me some ideas let's do it you know so uh that would be the leadership uh column now um i'm gonna go ahead and uh and stop this here and make this into two episodes i think so the, on the next one i'll talk about the character stuff and that's kind of what's going in um, um kind of how you're acting leadership is more internal right you know showing up early is kind of external but the the, the thing that you're doing is internal right you, you're saying okay i don't want to be late that's all in your head um there was a question i put off from last time and it was um should you hold on i got it I will get it right quick here. It says, do you think music helps when taking a test? Do you think music helps when taking a test? Well, I, I do know that everybody's different, right? 
And if I'm not even, I'm going to spare you the whole thing about how students can cheat with a cell phone and that's how people are listening to music. But, you know, I, I think, uh, I think some people do work better with music, you know, um, some people don't and they think they do, but they're holding themselves back. So I think you should try it both ways. And I think you should alter the music too. Like for me, if I were to, my favorite band is Rush. Like I, I worship the ground that Neil Peart, God rest his soul, uh, used to walk on. Makes me sad he's gone now, but he was the drummer from Rush. Very inspirational to me. If I put a Rush song on and try to take a math test, I'd probably fail it because I'm just, I'm swallowed whole by that music. Like I, I need to, I, I concentrate on it. It's like I'm there playing it. Right. Um, it, however, if I listen to, it's a, it's a channel on Pandora. It's called chill out radio. If I listen to chill out radio on Pandora, it, the opposite effect happens. Like I kind of stop hearing the music and I, I'm more, it focuses me more, you know, and some people get that from heavy metal and some people get that from i don't if i'm listening to heavy metal i i want to be doing one of two things driving or lifting weights okay um if if i'm taking a math test i would not want to be listening to heavy metal or or something distracting like that so i think you should experiment with it and obviously get you know, talk to your teachers about it. Some of them are probably going to be, um, cool with it. I'm, you know, if it helps and you're not cheating, you know, whatever. Um, I think math is one of those things though, that's, um, kind of easier to police the cheating on. Right. So, you know, it, it just, your teachers are going to be dependent on that. But, um, you know, if you're at a job or something like that and you're working on uh, something, I'm sure music's going in the background. Like music's going everywhere. So um, there you go on that. So what have we done here? We've talked about, someone asked me, the original question was, if you had to choose the most important qualities in a person, what would they be? And, you know, I went to this NHS list because th this, are, this is important qualities in a person. Right. And I'm, I'm trying to tailor it to a high school classroom. Um, because if you're a parent, you will have high school kids one day. And it doesn't matter if you're out of high school, you should still do those things. Right. If you do those things, you will get way farther in your job. Um, so that's, that's where I'm going to end that. And, uh, so next time on this is episode 12 here so on episode 13 i'll talk about uh the character qualities that are the best um character qualities in a person and that should be pretty entertaining too so all right you guys have a fantastic day i will talk to you soon you have been listening to teacher answers if you would like to submit a question drop me an email at teacher answers at gmail.com or you can leave me a voicemail on the anchor podcast site anchor.fm slash teacher answers <laughs> <laughs>